We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello everyone, welcome to Business Matters presented by Bally First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello, I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today we welcome Kathy Ball to Business Matters. Kathy, welcome, thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. No problem. So Kathy is one of the founders of Wood Mountain Naturals, dehydrated raw pet food made with real ingredients. So um, I'm always excited about, my favorite part of doing these is talking to other entrepreneurs and learning about the journey and the story and the why. We've talked about this before. I'm a big Simon Sinek fan. So, you know, the why. So this is definitely one of those stories. So I do have a little bit of insight. So I'm cheating a little bit because I know a little bit of the story already. But but it's it's so, um, I find it so inspiring. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get started. So, so let's just get started. So the first thing I want to chat about is people that might be tuning in might not know what Mountain Naturals is. They might have not heard of the name and the brand and what you guys do. So, so maybe let us, maybe you can just jump in and let us know who's Wood Mountain Naturals. What do you guys do? Um, okay. So we are a family owned business. Um, I actually dragged my parents kind of out of for my retirement to jump on board and get crazy. <laughs> um, we make a raw dehydrated diet for your vet. So right now we're strictly dog, but we are working on branching out and uh, developing a cat line as well. Um, so basically we take the whole raw diet that um, people are making for their dogs and storing in their fridge or storing in their freezer and we dehydrate it down and it now becomes a shelf stable product and cuts all your prep time out. It cuts your storage space down. It just makes life a little bit simpler for everyone. So in where are you guys located? Like where's production happening? So our facility is actually um, technically in the Spell Machine Industrial Park. Everybody knows the area is Armstrong, but we're just outside the Armstrong city boundaries in Spell Machine. And I find it, so you said it's a family owned business or is it mostly uh, everyone that's working is mostly family? Um, so up until just recently, it has been. It's been uh, myself and my parents have been in here um all the time and then uh, my kids come in and help my youngest is five and he likes to climb on the line and start helping make food and then uh, up to my older kids who are helping in the in the warehouse packaging making the food and all that yeah um mm-hmm. we now because production is getting a little bit busier for us and we've um sent off our first order to a distributor here they we've brought on some extra staff some good friends of ours that we know well and they've come in and started helping out awesome so we're, we're going to rewind a bit um on the reason you started this and i feel that this is why i find like i said i love the story but kind of take us back to you know what triggered you to say i'm going to start a you know a pet food business because i know you, the family is entrepreneur spirit like it's in your blood, it's in your guys's blood. I think you have another business as well, and your husband owns a business, and your mom and dad. Like, so it's in your blood. But why this? Like, what happened that that caused you to start a, a Wood Mountain Naturals? Yeah. So um, I guess it would be almost five 
five years ago now. Um, we have a Rottweiler. Her name is Zara. And um, we got her from, you know, seven-week-old pup. And right. it's funny because my husband and I were actually down at the coast yesterday and a memory popped up on my Facebook feed that five years ago, oh, that's too we funny. Were, or sorry, seven years ago, we were there picking up our puppy, Zara. Huh. Um, and so, yeah, she spent her second birthday uh, in the clinic. She um, suddenly couldn't get up, couldn't walk. Um, basically, she became paralyzed and... Uh, they raced her into the clinic to try and figure out what was going on with her. And she spent about a week there and tons of testing and all sorts of stuff. And they diagnosed her with an extremely rare thyroid condition. Um, at that time, they told me only three dogs in the world had been diagnosed with this because by the time they actually catch it, what happens is it paralyzes them, but it started, starts at the back end of the dog and it works their way through until it gets to their chest and then it hits their lungs and it paralyzes their lungs. They can't breathe and they lose them. So they managed to catch it in Zara before it got to that point. And um, we, they managed to save her. So she's now seven. But at the time when she was two, she was um they they told me she's morbidly obese right so i have this two-year-old dog who's extremely large i think she was about 120 pounds at that point right like she should be about 80 right um she wasn't being overfed or anything like that she was on a kibble diet she was getting what's recommended for her weight and with this thyroid condition it caused her to just pack on pounds it you know, she had no energy. She was just kind of laying around doing nothing like an old dog would. Mm. Um, so my vet said, we need to get her into a raw diet. And so I was like, okay, let's do this. What do we do? And she started telling me, well, you need to prep this and you need to add that and you need to have this meat and that. And I'm thinking to myself, I have three kids. We have a busy schedule. They have activities and school and everything else. I don't have time to do all that. What's the alternative? So this is where the raw dehydrated comes in. We don't have all that prep. We don't have all that. So we put her onto this and it's amazing. The difference in her, she shed off all the extra weight and she's like a puppy again. She's now seven, but I mean, you'd think she's two now. It's hmm. amazing. So did you have to experiment? Like, cause obviously and maybe that's not the right word you were testing. Like, cause I'm assuming when you started feeding your own dog, you're, you know, you're getting all this, uh, uh, raw food for lack of a better creative, but I'm assuming over the years when you went to market, you've tried different things, you've added things, you've taken things away. I'm sure you've kind of played around with it a bit. Right. So we kind of, we've been in development for about two years. Um, we've worked with a veterinary nutritionist. Uh, she actually taught nutrition, animal nutrition at the university of Saskatchewan. Um, she's now retired, but, uh, she worked with us to develop our recipes and she would send us the recipe. We would create it, make it, and then send a sample to a lab in um, Winnipeg goes to. And they would do an analysis on it and they would show us where like all our proteins and all our fats and all our calcium and phosphorus and all our nutrients are at. We'd then send the recipe or the results of the recipe back to the vet and she'd look through it all and say, okay, we need to adjust this level and we need to drop that level, but bring up this one. So it's super complex actually, and I didn't realize this, that there's certain vitamins and minerals that work together in the system, much like with humans. So if one, they have to be at a different, at certain ratios, and if they're not, they're not working properly for the animal and they're not digestible for the animal. Got it. 
So we went back and forth with the vet on this, um, I want to say for about a year, a little over a year until we finally got a recipe that is complete and balanced and has all the nutritional values that the animal needs. And there's no gaps in it. They're not missing anything. It's all in there. And does it, I would assume, do you have different product lines that it, it maybe I'm wrong, but do you have to feed like a puppy something different than you would an adult dog? Is there, do you, or, or not? Is it the same sort of, is it the same make, makeup? Yep. So this is formulated to be a complete balanced diet for all stages of life all the way through. Mm -hmm. um, we don't really recommend it for really young puppies. It takes a while for their systems to get going and, and start working. But uh, yeah, basically from start to finish, you can feed this their whole lives. Interesting. So where did the, I'm curious, the name Wood Mountain, like, can you speak a little bit around that, uh, that where the name come from, came from? Yeah, so um, our family's been in the Armstrong area. Um, my great-great-grandfather or great-great-great-grandfather, yeah. um, he came to Armstrong from England when he was 16 years old, and he settled here in the area and has a farm here. And it's been passed down through the generations, and my parents currently live on the farm. And there's a mountain on the back side of the farm, and we refer to it as Wood Mountain. Mm -hmm. So this farm has been in the family for years, and at one point it was a cattle ranch. At one point they logged it a bit. Um, it's always grown crops. Right now it's currently a uh, hay field. So it's our family's homestead. It's where we all grew up. Yeah. Right. Interesting. And where do you source the ingredients that go into the food that you try? Is it mostly local? Yes. When, when you can yeah <laughs> this time here it's a little more tricky we yeah. have to be creative um but about 98 percent of what goes into our food is all locally or as locally grown as we can get depending on the season um i mean we bring our beef from a cattle ranch in hefley creek we have a farm just five minutes up the road from our facility that grows all our carrots uh, we started working with a local egg farmer who's just down the road from us and right. we buy all his second grade eggs that he can't sell to the stores. So before we started working with them, they were a waste product to him. Um, now he gets to make a bit of money on that and we get to save a little bit of money not buying store grade eggs. So, yeah. And I assume that's the real difference between what you're talking about and what you might find typically on the shelf. Like I would assume, not that I've looked at all the ingredients and that's probably a bad thing. Most people probably don't look at the ingredients what they're feeding their pet, but I would assume there's filler. There's, I want to use the word chemical, like you're hundred percent natural, like you said, carrots, like real food that you would find on a farm, wherever it may be. Yeah, I mean, you could go to the fruit stand down the road and buy basically everything we're putting into this aside from your meat and your eggs. Um, we don't add fillers and byproducts and there's no meals in our food. It's, I mean, it's meat, it's eggs, it's fruits, it's vegetables. Mm -hmm. And the process that we use, we shred all our vegetables and grind all our meats and then we dehydrate it. So when you look at our food, you can see the pumpkin seed in it. You can see the shreds of carrots or apples in there. You can tell what it is your animal is actually eating. And you dehydrate it because it's easier, I would assume, like it doesn't go bad as fast. Like there's, that's the reason why you dehydrate it. Right. So because we're doing it at low temperatures, we maintain the nutrients of the food. Yet we remove that moisture so you don't have the spoilage. 
So now we have a product that can be in a box on your shelf and doesn't have to be kept cold or in the fridge or freezer. Interesting. So we're talking before we hopped on, I'm always curious about this, you know, it, there's an idea that comes to you that because of uh, Zara that you're, you know, you, you want to create this line to help other people as well. Cause I'm sure there's lots of people that are probably facing the same issue from that day, how long of a, you know, process you just mentioned that to start that your first shipment went out. So how long of a process is that? Like in, in, in what are some of the, I'm sure there is lots, but what are some of the struggles that you're facing starting a new business? Cause I'm sure supply chain is maybe not a big of an issue for you guys cause you're sourcing locally, but, but what are some of the issues that you're facing starting a business? Yeah, so it's been a long process. We've been in development for probably almost close to two years now. Um, like I said, we did a lot of testing, which took a lot of time. And then setting up a facility, we did run into supply chain issues um, as far as equipment and stuff. Mm. Finding the equipment, getting it in. I mean, I'm still waiting on a piece of equipment that's about three months away at this point. But we're working around that and, and doing what we can. Um, and yeah, I mean... We've, we've run into the supply chain issue. We ended up getting set up right at the end of the summer season. So trying to find our produce and stuff like that, that's been a little trickier. We've worked with a few farmers who um, kept stuff in cold storage for us. So it's it's waiting, but um, yeah, there's been a lot of hurdles. Trying, we tried to um, build a dehydrator, which has been a big project and a big learning curve. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a lot of a lot of little kinks to iron out, but yeah, we're getting there. And you said your first shipment went out to uh, distributors today, this week. When when did last week? So Friday it left our facility. Um, and they're they distribute from BC all the way to the Ontario Manitoba border. So we should see it hitting the pet stores. I'm hoping within the next couple weeks here. Um, I think at that point is, but it's going to start feeling real right now. It's still kind of surreal. Is the goal to be North American wide, even into the U S or just kind of Canada as sort of phase one. Uh, phase one is definitely Canada. I had, I had hoped to initially just hit all of Canada right now with, you know, the learning curves that we're finding and stuff. We're deciding to focus more on Western Canada. Um, once we're established in Western Canada and we kind of know what to expect then we're branching into eastern canada and the atlantic provinces and then from there eventually i'd love to get down into the states but that's a whole nother bunch of hoops to jump through yeah. and hurdles to figure out interesting um one thing i didn't know i read uh that i found that you were nominated for business impact and premier's people's choice award at the 2022 small business awards so congrats on that i didn't know that but how did it feel when like you're you're you know, I know it's been, a, you know, a couple of years in the making, but as a brand, you're fairly new. I mean, you know, in a bigger picture, but it must feel like that you got recognized so early in the stage. Like not a lot of businesses get recognized for, you know, really your first year. So how did it feel when you even just recognize with, you know, the opportunity or nominated for awards like that? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. And then they, as soon as that happened, it was just, everything just started going crazy. I was getting phone calls from different pet stores saying, how do you get your food? People are asking for this. They want to know about it. We got flooded with um, website inquiries and orders and stuff. So it was, it was a little chaotic and crazy. <laughs> Interesting. And so I'm curious, and I know we've talked about it before, but there's part of it is that you saw that there was a real void in the market. There was nothing like this 
out in the market, right? Like I, and you can maybe speak to it better than I can, but I think any of the ones that were out there had, didn't have real ingredients in it or so forth, but there's not really a lot of competition in the market for what you guys are doing. Is that correct still? I mean, there's some competition as far as other dehydrated companies, but they take their product and they either grind it into a powder or they, um, they kind of press it and then cut it into chunks. So it's more of a kibble look to it. It may be a dehydrated product, but it appears kibble. Our product is very, I mean, you look at it and our ingredients are identifiable. You know what it is that's in there. So it's very different in that aspect. When you look at it, you can see the food and it doesn't look like a dog food. You know what you're feeding your animal. And, and I know that I've heard in, in everyone, you know, not that we're the experts in it, but um, you know, some, articles say that you should feed your your dog kibble because it's good for their teeth or whatever like so do you typically you know even yourself do, do you add in once in a while do you put do you give kibble to your dog or is it strictly on this diet and nothing else yes yeah, so my dog um only gets this diet okay. she doesn't eat kibble. um but what i actually do is so typically you would take the food you would add water let it sit for 20 to 30 minutes so it rehydrates and then you would feed it that way. So it's like a softer kind of mushier consistency. Um, some days when I'm just running behind or some days when I just don't feel like taking the time to soak it, I'll just feed it to them in its dry form. So it's a crunchy, different texture for them as well. So you can totally do that with it if your dog doesn't like the softer feel of it. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'm sure that people have a lot of questions. That's the one thing that I had around sort of just raw food products. So I thought we can just maybe dig in right now for a little bit and just some of the questions that people might ask around sort of, you know, either the company or, or, or raw pet food in general. So um, in one of the first questions I had is like, why should I, why should I feed my dog or, you know, we'll talk about dog right now because that's what the product line you guys have. Why should I feed my dog raw pet food is rather than kibble or something else that's on the market. Right. So, I mean, if you look at animals in the wild, you look at nature, you look at dogs and, and you know, the, the historic type of dogs, um, they're out there eating what they can find. They're eating berries, they're eating grass, they're killing, you know, rabbits and birds and stuff. And they're eating raw. That's what they do. And they maintain and they exist off these raw materials and they're not getting all the extra meals and fillers and all that type of stuff that we're seeing in commercial pet foods nowadays. They're eating healthy, real raw food. So this just takes you right back to the basics on what they should be in nature eating. It, it's always say it's like, it, we shouldn't be eating filler. <laughs> <laughs> So why do we feed it to our pets, right? So that, that's a good way to look at it. So um, being that it's raw, I think one of the questions people have is, is it safe for my pet? Like, is it safe to feed raw food to my pet? Right. So with our dehydration process, we bring up the temperature enough that we start killing off that bacteria, the salmonella, the stuff that you worry about um, with your pets. But we're keeping it low enough temperature-wise that we're not killing the nutrient in the food. So you're still getting all the goodness of the food without that salmonella bacteria risk that you would get with a fully raw diet. Okay. Um, I, I've seen in the market um, freeze-dried. So what's the difference between freeze-dried and dehydrated? So they're both a type of 
there was a process that removes the moisture out of the food. Uh, freeze dry does it with cold and removes the vapor that way. We do it with heat and remove it that way. Heat and it to take that moisture out of the food. So the big difference is the process of getting to where you're getting to. Right. So it ends up being, you know, the same, the same outcome, but two different methods of doing it. If it's freeze dries, maybe it's a silly question. Do I have to keep it in the freezer as well? Like I'm assuming dehydrated, you don't? No. So your dehydrated is going to be like um, your apple chips that you would Got buy. It. They're not refrigerated or your beef jerkies, that type of a, a product. Right. Um, freeze dry is similar. Yeah. It comes out in a different consistency, but yeah, it's right. similar process. So how long does, it, uh, can I keep, like how long does your, your, the, the food keep for? How long can I have it on my shelf for? So we have a one year shelf life on our product. Um, I mean, I wouldn't hesitate to go longer than that. Mind you, my dogs yeah. have it last longer than that. So yeah. Imagine someone keeping food for a year. I would assume most pets will get through that pretty quickly anyways. But, yeah. Um, so you said your first shipment went out, uh, where where should we keep our eyes open like where are we able to find i know you, you can order online right so people can go onto your website and order online but what where can we find it what shelves will it be on so we're uh, more into the independent stores the yep. small packages we won't be in the big um the big huge pet stores and the big chains that type of thing we cater more to the independents the places like healthy spots the trailblazers your little local stores that, you know, you can go into and you can talk to somebody there and they can help you make the right decision on which foods are going to work for your pet. Cool. Or you can go online, like we said, because you can't order online. You guys will ship it up too. Was it, is it hard for someone that hasn't given, haven't uh, given their pet raw pet food, is it hard to transition to it? Like, and I know, you, you know, you can speak to your experience of it, but have you heard other stories like that people have an issue transitioning over from, you know, a kibble or whatever to a, uh, a raw diet? I mean, it's always going to depend on your pet. It's always going to depend on, you know, um, their sensitivities. Some dogs are more sensitive to change. Some, I mean, will eat anything and nothing's going to bother them. I always just tell people, you know, Based it on your pet and how they do with change in their life or in their diet. And, you know, you can do it slowly over, you know, the course of a week and split their meals into half kibble, half raw, or you can just cold turkey it and switch them over. Off you go. Yeah. So you mentioned it only dog now. Um, when are you hoping to get into sort of a cat line? <laughs> I wanted to do it about six months ago, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's just going to depend on how, um, you know, how, how many more kinks we end up working out. Every time we think we're smooth sailing, it's something else. So yeah, yeah I know. Right. Yeah. Hopefully soon. Hopefully. Cause we've had a lot of requests for that. Fair enough. And then your current product line, can you speak a little bit about, cause I think you have different flavors and stuff as well. Can you speak around that? Yeah. So right now we have a beef option in our dog food. We have a pork option. Um, and we're working on a fish recipe that should be coming really soon. Uh, I just got lab results last week, so I'm just letting the vet look that over and get her thoughts on it to move forward with it or, you know, do some more tweaking. Um, so that should be coming soon. And then we have a few treats for your pets. We do a, a dehydrated chicken foot, which is, I mean, the dogs love it. It's sort of like a rawhide type chew for them. Right. Um, but the chicken feet are filled with glucosamine and just really great for your dogs. 
So there's those. And then we do um, what's called a liver hopper or a tuna hopper. So these ones are either cat or typically a smaller dog. Big dogs kind of look at them and it's not even worth their time. But um, they're a grasshopper that's been dried and coated in either liver or a tuna flavor. Interesting. Mm -hmm. ah, cool. That's cool. Um, and what about when, if I'm buying food, like how, how is it sold? Like how does, what, what, you know, what amounts do you guys sell it in? How does it come packaged to me? So right now we have a four kilogram box um, for our dog foods. We're working on some packaging to be able to offer an eight kilogram box just for the people with the bigger dogs. Because I mean, I know with my dogs, I can go through four kilograms really fast. Yeah. So uh, we're working on a bigger option. We have had a couple of people ask us when that'll be coming and hopefully it's coming really soon. Cool. So I do have a couple more questions before I do that. I, I warned you that we're going to have, we're, we're going to, we're going to learn about you a little bit. We're going to have a fun game called, would you rather? So I got 10 questions. Okay. So they're just fun questions. So um, I said, there's no wrong or right answer to these. So um, you're not going to fail the test. So it's okay. okay. Um, so would you be, would you rather be forced to sing along or dance along to every song you heard? Oh, I think I don't want to torture people. So I would dance, not sing. <laughs> awesome. Um, would you rather lounge by a pool or on the beach? I think beach. Beach. Okay. Would you rather be forced to watch nothing but Hallmark Christmas movies or nothing but horror movies? Can I go with neither? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Hallmark Christmas movies are like horror movies to me. So there you go. <laughs> well, I'd like to do either, but fun fact, I have done a couple movie shoots here in the Okanagan for some Hallmark movies. So I guess, really? Yeah, I guess I would have to pick Hallmark. Maybe. Oh, that's hilarious. That's awesome. Like you're going to have to go with that then. That's awesome. I guess so, yeah. Um, would you rather have a pause or rewind button in your life? Three kids, definitely pause. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather live in a treehouse or in a cave? Treehouse. You need the sunshine. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have seven fingers on each hand or seven toes on each foot? Ooh. I think fingers. Yeah, I need, I need as many hands as I can. <laughs> Um, would you rather go on tour with Elton John or Cher? I'm not a big Elton or Cher fan. I don't know. Cher has some pretty awesome costumes and stuff, but then so does Elton. So I don't know. That's a toss up. <laughs> Neither one. Um, <laughs> would, would you rather someone see all the photos in your phone or read all your text messages? I don't know. I don't think I really have anything bad neither. So I don't, I don't think it That's would matter. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there's nothing too, too racing either. Uh, would you rather be invisible or be able to fly? Ooh, flying, definitely. Then we can fly to Mexico and sit on that beach. There you go. That's right. <laughs> Last question. Would you rather only be able to use a fork or no spoon for the rest of your life or only be able to use a food or spoon, no fork for the rest of your life? A fork and no spoon or a spoon. Hmm. I'm going to have to go spoon, I think. Spoon? Maybe, yeah. Since we asked this is the one question I ask everybody, I'm like, by the end of the year, we're going to tabulate what people say. Okay. I'm curious what it is. Okay. Spoon. You say spoon. I think so. Cause I mean, there's so many things like ice cream. You can't really eat that with a fork. You'd have to let it melt and drink it. Okay. <laughs> but then that doesn't really count for a spoon or a fork. Defeats the purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Francis. I do have a couple more questions I want to wrap up with. So, um, 
I'm curious because I mean there there are some other raw foods on in the market. So if I go to the pet food store, I, you know there is maybe we don't know the difference between the two. But you're going to hopefully shed some light. Is what is the difference between Wood Mountain Naturals and maybe other raw food I might find currently on a shelf when I go into a pet food store or a pet store? I mean we we make it like we would in our own kitchen. So there's that. I mean we're we're cooking for our dogs just as much as we're cooking for yours. So there's that. Um, our, our food, I mean, we work with our local farmers as much as we can. We buy our produce, you know, within the Okanagan Valley, every chance we get our meats as locally as we can. We, um, we test everything. I mean, we continually test everything. We send samples to the lab every so often just to make sure that nothing's changed in, you know, the soil that the carrots were grown in and suddenly we have a nutrient balance off somewhere. So there's that, I mean, we're committed to making sure that whatever our box says it is, that's what's in there. That's what we're making for you. And we, we stand behind that. So I don't know, I don't know the other companies. I don't know, you know I can't speak to them, but that, that's who we are. That's what we do. And, and I think that you do, and maybe correct me wrong, there, there's like a, a sample or a small size that you can buy for, to try it as well, is that correct? Right, it's called our doggy bag. So doggy if you get a doggy bag, we've got those, and it's you know typically a serving for a dog. Right. So those are available on our website as well, and uh, you can grab one of those and see how your dog feels about it. I mean, I'm yet to find a dog that doesn't eat it or doesn't like it, but could be out there maybe. I don't know. Good for traveling too. Um, yeah. So the last question is, what are the plans if you look into the you know five years down the road, three years down the road? What, you know, is there other product lines you're looking at? Like, where, where's the vision and goals and where you want to be with uh, Wind Mountain? Oh, I think sky's the limit on this one. I mean, like I said, my kids are in here helping all the time and they come up with some of the best, most creative ideas on, you know, let's try this, let's make that. What about this? So, you know, new products always, we're always thinking about new products, new proteins, new flavors, just to keep it interesting for the animals. Um, like we said, the cat line, I really want to get that going so we can, you know, venture into that as well. There's a huge population of cat lovers out there. So they need to be able to feed their cats a healthy, complete, balanced meal too. But yeah, I think just, just continuing to go onward and upward. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for taking the time. No, you're, you're really busy. So thank you for taking the time to join us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm glad we got a chance to chat. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think, you know, for, from, it, it's, it's always awesome to see the success you're having uh, early on and, and, and you're doing something you truly believe in. And I know it does. I know it's like, it's, it's really important to you and your family, what you guys are doing, which is awesome. And, and you're trying to help other people because you could have just kept on just making food for your dog. Right. So you didn't have to go out into the market and put all this effort into, it, but you're doing it for a reason. So I think that, um, I look forward to seeing all the continued success and where the brand goes because I, I agree I think there's there's so much opportunity to keep growing the brand so I wish you all the success and love to see you know maybe on I don't know Dragon Stand I don't know wherever you're going to end up next so <laughs> <laughs> it's on store shelves soon so just keep an eye yeah. out that's awesome yeah and I'm actually I'm so excited to see it so I hope everyone can keep an eye out for uh, this should be on store shelves any day now and if not you can always go to the website and order it as well so Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kathy. Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, Rob. No problem. Everyone else have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. 
We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.